But my God will always tell us today, tomorrow, and the future. As long as you're with me, you will go through trials and tribulations. Be, but be of good years. I have overcome the world. What I'm trying to say, men and brethren, what the event that is happening across the globe is not new from the scripture. It's there. And the Lord has prepared us ahead of time. And that's why we are not troubled or moved by what we see. We should rather those of us who understand to strengthen those who are weak in their faith. When they start and continue to misbehave, learn how to lift them up in faith. Today I will be speaking on what is called broken faith. Broken faith. I'll be looking at two, three scriptures within the time I have. I want those who are searching for it to put it down. Luke 18, 1 to 8. Luke 18, 1 to 8. 2 Timothy chapter number 4, 7 to 11. And finally, Job 2, 1 to 3. I repeat, Luke 18, 1 to verse 8. 2 Timothy chapter number 4, 7 to verse 11. Leave those children that just be themselves. You know what Jesus said about children? Don't stop them. Because until you be like them, you will never enter the kingdom. So what they are doing is not disturbing. They are expressing themselves. So don't try to shut them. Just leave them. Job 2, 1 to 3. I repeat Luke 18, 1 to 8. 2 Timothy chapter 4, 7 to 11. And finally, Job 2, 1 to 13. I want to start in a memory lane. When somebody wants to become your friend, it doesn't just rush into you at the first contact and said, I want to be your friend. You start to investigate you. You start to find out what interests you, a little bit about your person, and gradually he'll begin to walk his way or her way into your heart because he has purpose to be your friend. So it means his in and out action is centered towards being a friend to you. If somebody understand what I'm saying. Now, as a believer, the most important thing in our life is not our car, our home, our, our marriage, our children. The most important thing is our faith. Somebody say faith. Or oh, I didn't hear you say faith. Faith is the most important thing in your life. And what is faith? Your covenant relationship with Christ Jesus. Your established covenant relationship with Christ Jesus is your faith. That's what you must labor for. Jesus said, labor to enter your faith. For any reason, do not compromise it. Do not joke with it. That is the essence of your living on this earth. The Bible said, if on this earth alone we have hope in Christ, we are four men most miserable. Somebody say, my faith. I didn't hear you say, my faith. I will keep, I will protect, I will nurture your faith. Give me the first scripture quickly. Let's go. You know, as Christians, we live on, on natural realm, on earthly realm. There is nowhere in the scripture where it said as a Christian you will not fall sick. 
There is nowhere in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the scripture where he says as a Christian, you will not suffer some lacks, some disappointment. No, not at all. As long as you're on this natural wall, sometime you may be sick. Sometime you will lack. Sometime business may not work the way you expected. Sometime your expectations are not met. Sometime the people you have all the confidence in, they are the ones that fail you most. Realities about life. I'm talking about Christian. And then there is a time that looks like the whole problems of this earth, the whole diseases that left Egypt is transported to your life. The more you pray, the more it increases. People are not understanding you. You are not understanding people. You are in the crossroad of life. Men and brethren, I am here to prepare you in case you have not experienced it or you are experiencing it. It's a time that you can't shy away from. Like we always say here, you don't gather here for us to teach you how to spend money. You already know what to do. We are here to prepare you for the evil days. How you can weather through the storms of life when they show up. They won't teach you out there. They teach you all the restaurants, all the food joints, all the places you can spend money, but they don't teach you when crisis set up. When you pray and the answers are not there. When you're hungry and there's no food. When you have to take a particular meal but what you have in your pocket cannot provide. And you have to eat something that you didn't want to. How do you still carry yourself? Comport yourself? Conduct yourself? When you gave your all and your all is not accepted to be anything. That's why you're here. To receive the engrafted word of God in the spirit of meekness. To help you conduct yourself and comport yourself in the times of difficulties. When you know some Christians, there's a time you go crazy. You just lose your mind. It doesn't mean that you're not a believer. You are. It's just that your time of Jacob's trouble has set in. It's just that your, your, your Judas Iscariot, who you trusted most, had given you the betrayer kiss. And recovery becomes a problem. Where rumors are manufactured that have no source and is sent out towards you and it looks like real. What do you do? Men and brethren, all those things are not just for you as a person. There's something is working towards you. It is called what? Your faith. Your faith. Don't allow it to be broken. But unfortunately, a lot of faith is broken. A lot of people's faith are broken. But I pray today that the Lord shall put a steel. You know, God said, I will engrave my word in their heart. Not like a tattoo that we tattoo. You know, they say it's not removable. I don't know about it, but it can still be removed under intense heat. But God knew that. But he said, when I'm going to do my own tattoo, it will be where? In the heart. That you no longer need to tell your children to know me. For it's in their heart. That means everywhere they are carried to. It is in them. Somebody say, my faith. My faith. I will guide. I will protect. I will nurture. In the name of Jesus. Every difficult thing that believers are facing or we face is a battle of their faith to break it. And he spake a parable unto them to this end. This man, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Go quickly. Saying there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. 
And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of my adversaries. And he would not for a while, but after, afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God nor regard man, I have always prayed for you. In your relationship with people, as you leave your house in Lagos, stepping out, may you not meet people that have no conscience. Amen. That's the worst thing that can happen, to meet conscienceless people. I pray, single boy, single girl, that as you go into a relationship, may God help you not to have any feeling for somebody that don't fear God. That's the beginning of your end. That's the beginning of your end. <laughs> he said, this king don't fear God. Then man is gone before him. I mean, someone that don't fear God. You are, you are associating with such person. You are gone. Immediately the thing triggered him, you become pepper soup in his mouth. However, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her that it I will meet her, her need. Least by her continual coming she wearies me. Let's go on. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. Verse 7, I think we'll round about it. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. And finally, verse 8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, look at, nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he the world find faith on earth. Not find money. Not find houses. Not find first class or last class. Shall he find faith on earth. That is, people. I, I, I told you that the peace of God is not the absence of trouble. Are you understand what I'm saying? Jesus says something that I leave unto you peace. Not as the world. Not as the world. Just like the testimony I shared. The people who are involved now. Oh, they're excited. God is good. That's not the kind of the joy of the Lord we are talking about. This is the joy of money. Eh? The one million, your knees are three million. It will soon fizzle away. But do you still maintain that joy, that excitement? We are talking about a joy that is not provoked out of a lot. Are you hearing me? Will I find faith? Confidence in God. Continuous confidence in God. Irrespective of the crisis that showed up. Are you still confident in God? That's why I celebrate this young man. Who come. There are things that in, uh, when I see her, I get respect over people. Because it's natural in this natural world. Like today is exactly to you. We are driving. My wife just reminded me of what today is. She held my hand and saying it's well. I said, no, that's, I didn't say anything. It was exactly today that my younger brother, the news came, he was shot, 11 p.m. Multiple bullets. While driving his wife, they left church like this, going home. His seven years old son shouted on the people. They gave him three bullets. They saw his wife, the leg, the toe, chop off. You know? Realities of life. The whole battle is towards your doubting your faith. Every time you have issue with your spouse to the point of frenzy, it's your faith. It's not the marriage, it's your faith. You need to understand how Satan operates. When your finance is attacked, you that give cars out to people are now using Uber. 
It's not about your name. It's not about your personality. It's about your faith. It's about your faith. Suddenly, the person who is the first to come to church does no longer know where his Bible is. And you talk, you say, what are you talking about? I beg, I beg. It's a faith. It's not about the frustration. It's not about the job lost. It's not about the marriage that is torn. It's about your faith. Lose everything. Lose the job. Lose the marriage. Lose whatever you want to lose. But let your faith remain intact. Man of God, what are you talking about? God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, if, and it can only be done when your faith is still connecting. It's still connecting. Did you not read the scripture about the woman with the issue of blood? The Bible says that she spent all. Somebody say all. Oh. He said all to the physician, and it got worse. At that point, what do you do? That's where faith is ignited. And suddenly one day, there was this crowd. Imagine, I mean, women will understand. Women bleeding for how many years? 12 years? Consistently? So he has to move. She carry a level of order. But the battle is, how do I touch the hem of his garment? Why do you have to wait until your all is gone before you know that you can connect to faith? Why? Why do you have to wait until you lose your job? Your body is afflicted before you know there is a Jesus. Why? Eventually she mingled her way through defiling all kinds of statements and looks and judgmental presentations of men and touched the hem of his garment. And Jesus said, Bet you have left me. Peter said, Master, I know you. You don't drink. Now you know you don't misbehave, but these statements are misbehaving, sir. In the midst of this crowd, see as we push ourselves, you say, Who touched me? Me, I touch you. I touch you. We all felt our body. Jesus said, no, you don't understand faith. There's something that's called faith that have drawn something out of me. You are all feeling the texture of my dress. I see what in the, the shirt I was wearing. Hey, look nice, this and that. That's what you are doing. Oh, nice. Look at this money can look. No. Somebody went beyond what he's wearing to connect him to his spirit, what he carried. He said, no, I know what I'm saying. Virtue had left me. So while that discussion was going on, the woman was hiding. I presented herself in trembling. Man, I read from the scripture that Jesus has not said, I have healed you. He said, thy faith has made you whole. So keep deceiving yourself, every one of you who are running to one pastor or the other people, thinking that it is the prayer of any person that have done it for you. Nobody, not even me. Are you understand what I'm saying? It's God that choose to respond. Are you understand what I'm saying? It was Papa Yedekwa that made a statement. That made a statement. He said that a woman was testifying testimony time in that church in Winners Chapel. He said, Oh, it was when I came to this church. The man of God picked I love both people. Not praising God. He picked my he said, No, holy there, woman. All the places you have been to, God is there. That's what he said. He said, God is there. You know, you get to a certain age in life. What are you going to fear again? Who are you wanting to impress again? You just have to stand for the truth. 
He said the difference is that is in this place your faith is activated. Yes, your faith, you are taught how to activate your faith, but God is everywhere. Some of you were here during your ado. Is it 2009 or before your ado died? I came here and I picked my microphone and I said, God said to me that the government of this man is over. I said, because it opened my eyes and suddenly I was taken to Asurok and I saw that they were wheeling a president out of Villa with green, white, green, cover his body. No shirt. It was this uh, trousers, Sokoto, or whatever he was wearing. I was able to look at him. He was so skinny and tiny and they were rolling him out. I said, that's the end of his government. The next day, as Honorable Dudel Melo, he is the he is the deputy majority leader, right? Yes. Currently in Federal House. I drove straight to Federal, I flew to Federal House of Rep to his office. I said, sir, good luck with stepping as president. Please send a message that his cook, his present cook, should be sent away. Because it will poison him. Because he's the next president. The, the, the president, his government is over. And I came back. Openly here. The next thing I heard, they have flown him out. The next thing they say, he's going to appear in the mosque. He's going to be in church. I said, let us see him appear in the mosque. And that was it. Now, does that make it that I'm not a prophet that begin to prophesy and say, listen, I only said what God showed to me at that moment. Just like as I was praying yesterday, suddenly I stopped the prayer. I said, somebody here is looking at me. God said, what all your salary added together or in one year, you will get it this, this, before this month, Rosa, as an alert. Papa, papa, papa. Three persons. That's what about that. We're talking about faith. Thy faith has made the whole, not Jesus. Today, Jesus is not even taking credence of the healing, but we as a man of God. Eh? Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. Touch me, touch me, touch me. Taking the attention from the person itself. Yourself. Instead of building people's faith, you are giving them water to drink. If there's no water, uncle, when the taps start running, what happened? I saw somebody going for a visa interview. The mantle they gave to him, he forgot it. He has to. Jesus. No, 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 don't laugh. We are talking about reality. He has to enter another taxi. Before he could come back, the interview was over. But they gave it to him. They said immediately, before it's your time, just use it and rub your face. Clean your face. And the person. Uh, 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 uh. Just quack and he will just give you the visa without interviewing you. <laughs> Magical magicians. Yes, thank you, sir. If it's so. No, we are being real. We are, we are talking about your faith. I'm building your faith. When I got married as a pastor, by the first year, my wife never conceived. Second year was not. So it's not about Olukoya, they are mean the leader of a mountain and fire. How many years? 15 years, sir. Just to prove to you that it's not man. The man who is praying and others are, are, are conceiving. He didn't have anyone. So it means it does not come from man. We are just an agent. God just gave me a letter to deliver to you. How does it not become me as a letter? But I want to say I'm a deliverer. So I have the word of God and the Holy Spirit helped me to interpret it. It's God who brings his work to pass in your life. When your faith is connected to what is spoken to you. That, that's the truth. That's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. I was with, I've said this several with Governor Peter Audley in his house as a governor. And he came and served me wine. 
you were not there, Dickness. Pastor, you were not there. Mama, you, none of you were there. I know what he has given me before then. So he was capable of, in quote, doing so much. So it was a battle of faith. As a matter of fact, when he came back from his friend we were talking with, the visitor he had, he said, ah, Reverend, we have finished our own. You have not drank. I mean solid alcohol. Solid one. So I could just close my eyes and all those and impress him. And impress him. But it was against my faith, what I believe. Eh? Praise God, somebody. So I have, I have the option of impressing His Excellency or displeasing my faith, what I have preached and what I stood for. But I decided to do what? Anchor my faith. Hold on to my faith. He's alive. I'm alive. It's not, it's not governor again. Eh? But Jesus is eternally our eternal governor. But the government shall be upon his shoulder. Is somebody here with me? Second Corinthians 4, because of time, quickly. Second, did I say Second Corinthians? Second Timothy. Let me have it. From verse 7, I believe. 4, 7. Scripture. What did you see here? I have done what? I have fought a good fight. I have done what? Finished my course. I have done what? Kept the faith. Kept the faith. I have kept the faith. You went to university as a virgin. You came out with the first class, but no longer a virgin. You fought a good fight. You conquered, but you didn't keep your integrity. You didn't keep your faith. Hmm? He went as a preacher, he went to preach, and all kind of things happened. But you messed up. One young woman there. All those things, you didn't keep your integrity. You didn't keep your faith. Hmm? We're talking about integrity. We're talking about faith. We're talking about standing for God to the very end. If you think I don't understand, I understand. I know what it means to be among your, your socialite friends. And, and things just, they happen. You just sit down there, they look, they do church boy. I know how that feeling is like. I know what it's like. It takes somebody of faith. That's why the Bible says flee. Because it's not possible. You know, it's difficult. Let me say it's not possible. It's difficult for you to sustain it for too long. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But evil communication corrupt good manner. Your manners was good. No doubt about that. But you are in the midst of, you know, pythons and... Uh, Crocodiles. You know, of all animals, the one where they fear most now, crocodile. Mm. The, the, the way you cut iron, you can cut this thing. I say, God. One of the reasons when we are young, they say, Hell. When I remember crocodile, they say, Crocodile is in here. I say, No way. I'm going to hell. I don't have problem with snake who can fight. And I just say, It's soft. But this one, that is iron. No, you can just, your bone, you will crush it. They fear alone. I say, Hell, bye bye. <laughs> You know, those days, they just show you movie. The gospel, they show that it's hell and heaven. And you see how ugly Satan is, but now it's beautiful. <laughs> henceforth, there is, because I have kept the faith, henceforth is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. That's what we are laboring for, crown of righteousness. Crown of righteousness. That's why, when that end shall come, the casket that they use to bury any person does not save the person. Ten bishops praying and doing vigil does not change anything. That's what we are talking about. It's now. 
They won't tell you about that. I said, oh, it befitting. Nothing like befitting without Christ. That's not befitting. It's just ceremony. Everything we do is for the living while we are alive there. That's why anything you want to give me, give it to me now. Bishop Coker told the Archbishop Benson Dahosa. He was a senior uh, bishop in faith those days. Well known in this country. Midwave, he said. Son, if you are there the day I die, I know what you guys are going to do. Everywhere will be happening. So wrap, wrap me on that bed sheet. The money you guys used to buy those expensive cars, use it and put a billboard and write, Jesus is Lord. And they also said that Bishop Coca preached more of Christ at death than when he was alive. People who understand the faith of this form. A crown of righteousness in which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. Not to me only, but unto them also that love his appearing. Every misbehavior, inadequate actions towards you is a contest of your faith. Which, like St. Paul said, fight the good fight. Resist what you receive. Receive all the insult and all the name calling. Keep your faith. They will embarrass you with talk. They will call you a Jew man. They will call you all kind of things that you are. They say your own church is too much. They tell you all kinds of things. Keep your faith. It will save you in the days of trouble. It will deliver you when they are not there. Praise God, somebody. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. The next verse, quickly. Is somebody here with me? Verse 10. Who is saying this? Paul was talking to his son, Timothy. Say, do thy diligence. Come to me quickly. Why? Before Demas has done what? Forsaking me. Demas was not a, an unbeliever. He's a church member. He's one of the team members. He's workers. For his name to be recorded. By St. Paul. He tells you he's one of the leaders. Now take note of what I'm saying. Demas had done what? Forsaken me. You know what, what that does to a man? I mean, it's just like as Dickin Victor is, as he is to me. My personal sin, my armor bearer. Forsake me. <laughs> it will affect my faith, my confidence. Listen, when Satan wants to attack you, he doesn't attack you with somebody you have no respect for. Somebody you have no value for. You don't have love for. Somebody that does not move you. Thank you, baby. Look at the way he's looking at me. Very That's why you will be first to go to heaven. That's what Jesus said. Three people around, they are looking at gold and silver. Silver, all we are wearing. You're just looking at the preacher. Demas has forsaken me. You know, when you hear people say, I, I, I'm disappointed, it's because you have appointment with the person. Any person you don't have appointment cannot disappoint you. Huh? He broke my heart. Did I broke it? No, because he didn't give me the heart. It's the person you gave it to that broke it. Some of you give your heart. I don't know how many half you had. The other one was broken in 2019. 2020, another heart is broken. How many hearts again when the when the Lord says, <laughs> you see you're laughing. Love the Lord with all your heart. Oh, two heart, one heart, that's what you have. Give it God. You refuse to give it God. We're only here, madam. Scatter the thing. 2020, you develop another heart. You it must be it must, must be out of this world. Eh? Because when your heart is broken, you should have died. But you still have another heart to give to another person. And they are still broken it, and you are still not learned your lesson. 
But Demas had done what? Forsaking me. What does it mean to forsake? To sweetly turn from what we agree and what we are doing or our togetherness. Clearly, it's not hidden in the church among the leaders. This is the scripture. Having what? What left to that? Having loved this world, this present atmosphere, this natural realm. <laughs> Suddenly, you say, well, how this fasting? We have been fasting. God have not answered. Well, leave me. I need to go and eat. I need to go and eat. Let me follow people where, where it's happening. I've not driven this car. I'm 40 years old. 50, I'm not. When am I going to drive it? Please. He promised me he will give me the car. Or he has even given the car. Let me drive it. God will understand. Stay there. Keep praying. Keep maintaining the faith. <laughs> this present world. And, and it's what? Departed unto Thessalonica. There is a movement. He, do, he just changed location completely. He changed location. Some of them will block you on the phone. Some of them to make sure that you don't call them and begin to talk this your Jesus thing. Broken faith. The faith is broken. The confidence in Christ is gone. I don't know at what point Judas' own went. But he started fraternizing the Sadducees and Pharisees. And the devil is always looking. When there is a chain, he looks for the weak person. You know, when we hold our hands together, he looks for the weak hand to pass through. He looks for the willing vessel. You look for the person that is not receiving the word. That's by the wayside and the bird came to pick it up. Jesus did everything possible. Mm -mm. One of you will betray me. The genuine one said, Master, is it me? He was quiet. He was quiet. Some signs you must look out for. You know, in church setting, when somebody like Austin, who always sits in front, when suddenly he starts coming to church, you see him on the third row. You say, Come front, say, leave me here that I am. <laughs> the beginning of the end has started. It's a matter of time. <laughs> eh? He's excited coming to his presence. And he, when he comes, he wants to stay. So he's receiving it. You know, when some people pass over, he has a draw unto the Lord. Draw nigh to God. My former mentor, a Bishop uh, Peter Okodua, he said, Jatai, they thought that draw nigh to God is to bring their seat closer to the altar. He says, not so. So from the third row, he will move to the last one. From the last one, you sit where, where the security man is sitting. And the day you move, you will not, <laughs> you will not hear. He has departed to Thessalonica. It's not your own Austin. You know, we preach. Huh? We, we know people we use for example. He said, oh God. There are sons. How many of you remember the day I walked him out of this church? How many of you were here? I told the CSO, walk him out of here. But look at him today. That's how you know who are sons. Eh? That's how you know who are sons. Truth told the truth. If I rebuke Mrs. Udofia now, and the next Sunday he didn't come to church, it means that he's not committed to what I believe. Because part of uh, praise is to part of dancing, part of celebration, also lead to things like this, where I should be able to rebuke you. That's the truth. As a shepherd is protecting the sheep. When the sheep loses strength, mm, according to order, and there's no striking that any person feels, <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Flog me again. Have you seen <laughs> injection? See that advert? That man, they brought injection running. They held him. Receive it. Nobody. I've never seen any person that's receiving injection and is smiling. <laughs> Say, well, doctor, no matter who you are, <laughs> if, if you are too strong a man, 
there will not be smile, but you, you maintain. You just maintain. It's a pain entering your skin. You will feel it. Even though you don't talk, but you feel it with silence. Christian to where? Galicia. That's another brother. Titus. Did you not see a book written by Titus? Titus unto world dimension. Verse 11, quickly. They can stop me in the next 15 minutes. Only Luke is what? With me. Only Luke is with me. May you always have Luke Amen. around. In the midst of the departure, let there be a Luke who said, Ah, Dickness Ritado, how are you? Just remember you today. Is everything okay? I hope all is well. Stay strong. Everybody needs it. You need a look. I need a look. These are his right hand pair, but all of a sudden, wind just blows. Every person chorus. Everyone just find his well. Like that. What does that do? It reduces your speed of the preaching, your confidence in God. All kinds of things. When I was in university, one of those days we were doing. Uh, we just finished exams and students started going, so we are shooting a movie. I belong to the drama group. So we're off campus to go eat as we are crossing the main road. I better say university too. Suddenly a car pulled over. I mean, this was happening just before me. You know, they were coming from market. They just pulled over. Before you know it, a pathfinder, red, just pulled in front of I blocked it. I just saw a young men came out with AK-47. I thought it was police uh, people. So I can all of them be kind of long ride. I was still standing. We are four that were coming up. I was one of them was here in that discussion. So the minute I heard your money, I knew that this is no longer a police. I said, if I turn my back, they will fire. I won't know when they fire. Let me face them and know how to dodge. <laughs> they robbed us one. Another car was coming. They conversed among themselves, and I said, no, let that one go. Something just touched me. There must be something about this second car that came and they said, let go. The third one, they stopped the third one. I was, this is where I was going back. I was moving backward. This was that. I got to a point by the time I turned, my brethren in the Lord, <laughs> I seen my brethren in the Lord, including one that was squatting room with me, Neville. They have reached campus. And no one pulled me as they were going. I knew in this life, you are your own. You are your own. You are your own. That's why that song that said, My faith loops oh. He didn't say, Our faith loops oh. Is that what the writer said? No. Say that again. My faith loops up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine. Now hear me while I pray. Now hear me while I pray. Oh my give away oh let me from this day be holy Dignes, you're your own oh, as far as this earth is concerned this natural earth only Luke is with me take Mark and bring him with thee for he is profitable to me for ministry. I'll round up from the book of Job chapter 2. I want to believe but because of time 
let me just paraphrase suddenly a good looking man things was working for him family wonderful home god blessing with business and children i mean we could talk an ideal marriage an ideal man an ideal home he has everything working for him and suddenly the bible said when the children of men gathered to meet god satan came in their midst and god said what have you come to do in the garden of sins and he began to blab as usual and he began to say is it not what just give me it's okay don't touch his life just go and have a feel all over him the first thing he did was to strike his children strike his business god said can you see he's still standing in faith with me he said, aha, as long as his health is intact, he can always reproduce. Let me go to the next level. He said, go ahead. He struck him with, I don't know what to call that sickness because the Bible says his hands were like a boiling. His hands were swollen, you know, sore like that all over all his body. Like Ebola, like the way the Ebola is. Now when oil you pour on someone, you see how it is. That's how a man that didn't offend nobody, whom God had boasted as the most righteous man from the east. A churchgoer, a praise singer. And yet your load has been thrown out. Landlord is embarrassing you with your faith and your Bible. Married. The child is not forthcoming. Yet those who were aborting every month, the first time they just got married. They don't waste time getting married. They're having triplets. The faith. The faith is being threatened. But will you allow it to be broken? allow it to be broken. Then Satan, that's all he's contending for. Not the car, not the home, not the money. It's about that faith. Because in second, in, in first Peter 2, 9, say, ye are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. God's people who are called out of darkness to show forth his marvelous life. You are operating in a realm that and Satan, Satan has been there as Lucifer. And he knows the, the Bible says you are seated in high places. That's the realm where you are, and he's angry over that. He's not angry over your prosperity, over your car. You live. No, it's that faith. That faith. That faith that makes you to be smiling when things are not working around. It ignites the devil. You know, when arrow is thrown at you, expected to react to it, like this man showed up to church, even when his wife was lying cold there. That's the faith. The enemy is angry over that. So, why would you do that? You're supposed to be lamenting, supposed to be crying, supposed to be rolling, supposed not to go to your business. Just stay there. That's why I told him on that, on that fateful week, his children were already built to go to France for their school. The two young boys. I said, put them in the plane. They must move on. The Satan is a liar. He cannot stop their destiny. Can't put it on hold because it doesn't make any difference. You need to understand how this Satan operates. He afflicted his body and suddenly his friends came to see him. They couldn't come close. They couldn't come close to him because of the smell, his look. They love him. They want to come close, but it was not possible. They were identified with him from a distance. It was so bad that his wife came close to him. His last man of defense and looked at him afraid. If your wife is no longer there with you, then who is with you? Sarah to say, my dear, God will see you through. He spoke contrary to kill the tiny faith that was remaining. Say, curse God and die. This is not life. In response to that, his faith was not broken. He was not shattered. He refused it to be shattered. He said, for I know my Redeemer. Leave it. Right to your feet, everybody. Broken faith. 